I'm Shivani Gupta. I'm obsessed with small to medium businesses growing. As business owners, we take so much risk and we want to make sure it's worth it. I believe one of the best presents you can give yourself as a business owner is to be able to learn how to scale your people, your profit and your processes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grow Your Business podcast. I am so excited about talking about a book that has had such a big impact on me, and this book was recommended to me by over 15 different people in different countries. One of the questions I always like asking is, what's the book that you're reading or that's had a big impact on you? And then I try and compile a bit of a list so that I can then um, add that to my bucket list of reading for the year because I really like creating some space and time to read each day. And this book came up over and over and over again. And so it had to be bought, you know, it had to be almost bought that many times over. And the book is called Atomic Habits. It is by an author called James Clear. He has sold now over 15 million copies, which is amazing. And so I wanted to go through with you some of the summary, some of my learnings, and hopefully this entices you to buy the book because it is absolutely worth the read if you do like reading and looking at the impact that it has. So in Atomic Habits, James Clear basically gives a very detailed and comprehensive practical guide on how to change your habits. And he talks about this notion of getting 1% better each day. He uses a framework framework called the four laws of behavior change. And so what it does in that, in this framework, he teaches people how to, I guess, create and have a simple set of rules for creating good habits and how to have a simple set and framework to be able to break bad ones. Um, there's uh, a number of ways. I know that some people love Blinklist where they can get a summarised version of the book. But as I said to you earlier, if you liked reading, I would so recommend it because there's so many gold nuggets and so many different pages. And um Um, You also just start to, you know, look at what you do. Now, if you're going, okay, lots of books are recommended to me. It has had over 100,000 plus reviews and it's got a 4.8 out of 5. So that's pretty high. And also uh, not only has he sold 15 million copies, but it is a New York Best uh, Times bestseller as well. And it's one of the highest rated habits book on Amazon as well. So here are some key lessons that came out of it. Firstly, it's going to sound very simple when I say this, but it's actually not that simple and easy to implement. Small habits make a really big difference. It's so easy to estimate the importance of this one big moment in your life, but he talks a lot about the fact that you can underestimate the small improvements that often help us things and do them on a you know daily basis. And um, he also talks about the fact that you know 1% is not a lot. is almost not even something that you notice, Um, but it is actually so much more, far more meaningful and um, creates so much more of a bigger change, especially in the long run, when you continue to do those tiny 1%. Um, And he talks about, and he actually explains um, how this 1% has this almost compounding effect in terms of how that works. So he talks about that if you get 1% better each day for a year, you'll actually end up being 37 times better by the time at the end of that year than you did at the start. That's phenomenal because if somebody said to you at the beginning of the year, do you want to improve yourself by 37 times? You go, come on, don't be ridiculous. But he talks about doing this something 1% at a time 
you end up being better 37 times. Like that blew my mind in terms of what the impact it can have. On the other end, he talked about the fact that imagine if you got 1% worse every day and what will then happen is that you basically decline to zero. And so what, what can start off with a small win or it can start off with um, maybe even a minor setback, it actually accumulates into something much bigger if we don't learn to either accelerate the wins or we don't end up putting a stop to that and we can end up at zero in terms of that. So the idea is to get the 1% better. Um, this really helped me because I know I wanted to set some goals which were big. I like setting some really crazy goals. And then I just started to go, okay, this is great. And this also linked in really well. Um, we've had on our, on this podcast before Alan Mills, who is a expert around cash and has written a fantastic cash uh, chapter in scaling up the book that is um, an internationally renowned book for entrepreneurs. And um, Alan also talks about the power of one, that, you know, why not increase your prices by 1%? Well, your customer doesn't notice it, your client, you know, your staff don't notice it, but doing that on a regular basis, that's much better than having one hit. So what James Clear's book really helped me do was to go, actually, I've got these big goals in certain areas and I don't need to try and achieve that all in the one go. Maybe I just need to break it down into the one percenters and then that goal became so much easier. The second lesson um, out of James Clear's Atomic Habits is that he actually talks about not even having goals. He talks about having a system. What does that mean? Well, he said goals are things that you set when there's something that you want to achieve. And he said systems are the processes. Systems are the things that help you lead to get the results. So rather than saying, I'm going to do that, but you don't have a system, just create the system and that'll help you get towards the goal as well. So if you're having trouble changing the habits, he talks about that the problem isn't you, whereas we've been told that forever. Well, you should be more motivated. You should be more aligned. You should be clearer in terms of, you know, your goals. He said it's your system. It's the system that is not right. And so if you set the right system in place, because bad habits have a way to be able to repeat themselves over and over again, and he says, um, you know, that makes it really difficult for Watson to change. But if you start to give yourself a bit of a break and say, actually, it's not me, it's my system. And what I need to do is change my system to be able to get better for change. Then that is where the goal is in terms of that. So he said, don't rise to the level of your goals. He said, you will fall to the level of your systems. And I love that. And he said, don't rise to the level of your goals. You fail, you fall to the level of your systems. So it's a proven methodology in terms of how to um, build good habits, but also how importantly to break bad ones. Um, the third key lesson that came out of it was that he talked about building an identity-based habit. So what does that mean? He said, for example, you can come up with a list of all the different habits that you want to change. Well, that doesn't mean that's actually going to do that. But your current behaviours are a reflection of your current identity. So what you've got to do is mirror the type of person that you are either consciously or unconsciously and you want to change your behaviour for good. So you need to start believing the things about yourself to build the identity-based habits. So, for example, very clearly he started to say, um, you know, write down the person of, that you want to be. What is the type of person that you want to be? And then prove it to yourself with having little wins in terms of what you do. And he said that your identity emerges out of your habits. Every action is a vote for the person that you actually want to become. 
So it's just beautiful the way that he explains all of that. And then he also speaks about how to build habits in four simple steps. So he talks about the fact that your cue, um, you know, triggers a craving. Um, it actually uh, motivates for a response. Um, and then it looks for the reward in, in terms of being able to do that. So how to create a good habit is that you have a cue, you make it obvious. You have a craving, you make it really attractive. Um, you make it easy in terms of the response. And the fourth law is that you make it really, really satisfying. And if you have a bad habit, in terms of the cue, you make it invisible. Um, in terms of the craving, you make it unattractive. The third law in terms of the response is you make it difficult. And then the fourth law in terms of reward is you make it unsatisfying. So, for example, um, I, for example, there were uh, two key things I changed as a result of reading this book. The first one was having time to exercise. So one of the things that James Clear speaks about is making it really easy, making it obvious. If you want to create a good habit, making it attractive, making it easy, making it satisfying. So now um, for five out of seven days, I have my yoga slash walking gear right next to my bed. Everything is out, my shoes, my socks. So when I wake up, it's obvious that it's there and I need to get into that um, so that I'm already ready, dressed, ready to go for, an, for some sort of exercise, some sort of movement for 30 minutes between the time I wake up and 9 a.m. before I get to work. So you want to be able to also make it attractive. It's easy. It's just, you know, it's there and um, it's all laid out. So it looks great. It's easy. Easy. It's already there, thought through the night before and doing that. And then it makes it satisfying to go, great, I've actually put on some really nice gear for my walking, for my yoga, and I've got that ready to go. So that was an exercise using that four law rule that he spoke about and creating that in. The second thing that I did was, um, you know, we all love something a bit naughty out of the fridge. And uh, my kids particularly, particularly my daughter, loves something sugary out of the fridge at the end of the day. And so one of the things we talk about is how do we break that bad habit of always going for chocolate? So the first law was to make it invisible. So rather than having chocolate be something that you could see straight away, I actually then hid the chocolate, which is still is there more than a year later after reading this book. Um, and you've actually got to, you know, not be able to not be the first thing that you see. You make it unattractive. So it actually, um, you just, I've got the, the wrapper ripped. Um, also, they're much smaller. You make it more difficult. So I've actually put it into a jar and a container that sits in the fridge. And so it makes it harder. You've got to actually go in there. You've got to open it. Um, and it's, it's only a little step, but it's that small way of making it a little bit more difficult and you make it look a little bit unsatisfying. So I've got some of my Parmesan cheese in there with the chocolate. Sometimes the Parmesan cheese sort of floats out. And then if you've got to dust off a bit of Parmesan, you often don't feel like eating it. Um, and so just putting those simple things in there in terms of what he did really, really, um, yeah, really, really helped. And one of the things <clears throat> that I wanted to do was to, I wanted to finish off this particular podcast um, with one of the quotes from Atomic Habits. And it goes like this. It's on page 22 and it says, all big things come from small beginnings. The seed of every habit is a single tiny decision. But as that decision is repeated, a habit sprouts and grows stronger. Roots entrench themselves and branches grow. The task of breaking a habit is like uprooting a powerful oak within us. And the task of building a habit is cultivating a delicate flower one day at a time. I absolutely love that saying. Have a read of it. Reach out. 
any questions, please reach out. I've started to build in um, the book and often give that to some of my clients that I work with because I think it's such a, such a powerful book, uh, whatever your habits might be. Um, around that, as I said, I've vulnerably shared a couple of them with you. I hope that helps you. Would love any feedback and would love if you could take a moment to review and rate the podcast on Apple. Have a great day. I'm Shivani Gupta and you've been listening to the Grow Your Business podcast. I hope you got one idea that you can think about or perhaps even implement straight away in your business. Thank you for listening. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn under Ash Shivani. Remember I call it Ash Shivani, so please send me your questions that I can address in this podcast for you. And I would also so appreciate if you went to the Apple podcast to rate and review this podcast. 